It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 The Morning X, it is Kevin. We have told you before about the Who's the Boss reunion, kind of a reboot coming out where Samantha is now living in the house where she grew up as a single mother with her dad, Tony Danza. And they're now dealing with political and age differences. Well, it appears that the show is not going too well. Reports have said that both Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano are making things difficult. And a source says that the project is, quote, in shambles. And here to confirm or deny that on the phone, the one and only Tony Danza. Welcome back to the Morning X. Tony. It's great to be here. It's great to have you back. So uh, what's going on now? Because I think we all want to see the Who's the Boss reunion succeed. Well, you know, it started with some arguments between me and Alyssa over who's the boss. That's the name of the show. Right. Now, why did is you she, get it? <laughs> yeah, I got it. So, is she making it difficult to proceed with the project? Yeah, you know, Alyssa Milano, who plays my daughter, Samantha. She's a lovely person, and all my thoughts and prayers are with her. But the problem is that sometimes she's a fucking bitch with the worst fucking piece of shit attitude, and she can go <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Wait, you just said she was a lovely person. Oh, very lovely. Very lovely. I, I love her. My thoughts and prayers are with her. Okay. Well, uh, according to the article I read, you are finding the older Tony character to be boring. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tony, he's older now. He doesn't really do all the wacky stuff he used to do, like vacuuming the curtains, you know. So there isn't much room for comedy. Well, what kind of stuff do you think Tony should be doing? Uh, well, you know, maybe like one episode, Tony could take dancing lessons and become the king of the disco. <laughs> or maybe there's a scene where uh, Tony is, uh, isn't breaking bad. Like it just changes from who's the boss to Breaking Bad all of a sudden, and you're you're the star. Yeah, Breaking Bad, starring Tony Danza as Jesse Pinkman. Oh, you would want to play Jesse Pinkman? Yeah, you know I'm the cool guy, so you know that would make the most sense. You know. Yeah, yeah, sure it would. So uh, why is it so boring for you now in the Who's the Boss reunion? What do they have you doing? Mostly just sitting there, you know, being the boss, uh, which was fun before, but now I'd rather be cooking Beth in New Mexico or flying dragons. Yeah, yeah, the Game of Thrones thing, right. Yeah. Uh, you certainly have a connection with TV shows that are no longer on the air. <laughs> Some would actually argue that on the old series, Tony's not the boss. It's actually Angela who's the boss. Angela? No. Look, Angela. Let me tell you about Angela. She's a bitch with a bitch mouth who should fuck a Whoa, stupid, whoa, whoa. Okay, Tony Danzi, we wish you the best of luck with the new series. Hopefully you guys can resolve your differences and we can see some Who's the Boss coming up soon. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm Tony Danza. Yeah, yeah, we know. Let's do that four-day work week everyone keeps talking about. There's some countries in Europe that are doing it and uh, they're a lot happier there. Really? Yeah, so why not bring that here? We'll, we'll, we'll drop Tuesday because you can't, you can't get rid of Monday. There's always going to be a first work day of the week, right? Right. Get rid of Tuesday, stick it on the weekend, call it something else. Yes. That's, all, that's what I've been camping painting for for years. People say it's not going to happen, man, that I'm, you know, I'm pipe dreaming. Uh, but that's just that's just the way it goes. Start a petition. I, You know, I, I could try that. I could. But I, th- I feel like there's a lot of petitions going around anyway. And- oh, no. We've been Rickrolled. Whenever, whenever I get Rickrolled, it means I'm getting off topic. And then I need to get back to what I was supposed to be talking about. So uh, here's a question for you, Chelsea. Uh, earthworm jerky. Earthworm jerky? Would you eat earthworm jerky? It's apparently a real thing that you could buy, like even at like Walmart in some places. No way. Yeah. So imagine beef jerky, but instead of cow, it's earthworm. Like a whole worm. Yeah. Like there's no meat to an earthworm. Gross. What am I, Pumbaa? It's it's just like an outer coating 
and dirt in the middle, and that's all an earthworm is. So what? how good could that jerky possibly taste? Probably not good at all. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with you on that and vote no on the earthworm jerky. But I'm not opposed to trying weird foods. I have in the past. Uh, you ever had alligator meat? I haven't had alligator meat. Uh, a guy gave me uh, a nugget one time, and I just thought it was a chicken nugget. And I'm eating him. I go, oh, that's a good chicken nugget. He's like, well, it's alligator. <laughs> like, like gator bites. Yeah. I've never had gator bites, but they're always in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get gator easily in Florida. Uh, you can either go hunting or go to a restaurant because they serve it everywhere there. Um, so what about you? What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten, Chelsea? So my grandpa growing up used to feed me peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches growing up. and Peanut butter and mayonnaise? Yeah, and I still eat them to this day, and all my friends think I am nuts. It's just one of those things where you know, your grandpa's like, ah, crap, I'm out of ingredients. Let's see what I can throw together. Maybe, but it really just <laughs> stuck with me. Like, he used to leave the knife on the side of the sink just in case I wanted another one. It's so good. So he would be like, I'm going to make your first one. If you want another one, you got to make it your damn self. Yep, pretty uh, much. It's I can't imagine that tastes good. <laughs> it's good. It actually makes the peanut butter more creamy. Like, you can't even really taste the mayo. Are you talking about, like, full-flavored Hellman's, or do you yes. cheat and use Miracle Whip? No, Hellman's. Hellman's mayonnaise and peanut butter. And peanut butter. Peter Pan peanut butter. Crunchy or smooth? Smooth. Okay, no crunchy. No crunchy. Uh, that can't be any good, Chelsea. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble imagining this. And uh, here's the deal. If you brought in one of those sandwiches, I would try it. We'll, we'll do a video in here. Let's do it. Uh, because that just sounds like it doesn't go together. No, it totally does. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. Um, I put the question on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? And was it good? Um, hi, yeah, frog legs were gross, says Wendy. You ever had frog frog legs? I haven't, but I've had escargot, which is snail. Yes, Ugh. it wasn't that bad. No clams, like clams and like shellfish, like that. Oh my god, I had clams one time, and I swear it was like I was eating a loogie. It was <laughs> disgusting. You were eating a loogie? Yeah. I've never had oysters, but I heard that's what it tastes like. Uh, Lou, who works here, he told me yesterday that he ate rattlesnake once. What? At his at a, at his elementary school. At an elementary school. That's he, like earthworm jerky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Natasha says she ate shark, and it was absolutely disgusting and rubbery. Ew. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this. H-A-G-G-I-S. Is that haggis? Haggis. Is that pronounced haggis? Uh, Jill, she says she can't decide between haggis, squid, or tripe. All three vomit emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brian ate emu jerky. Where where are these jerkies coming from? Yeah, where are we getting these damn jerkies? (laughs) Okay, Facebook is stalking me. It's stalking me. You know, you talk about something and it pops up on my feed right now as I was looking at this right below that. Alligators in Florida. I'm not even kidding. Oh my gosh, we it's were, legit. We were just talking about that. Yeah, your phone's definitely the, listening. The NSA. Hello, Mr. President. How are you? <laughs> He's watching me. That's just, I don't, I don't feel comfortable now. No. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about alligators and now my phone is showing out. I know. Oh, man. I'm getting off topic again. I know. And I'm sorry. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten and was it good? You can participate on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at the X Rockford. And also uh, you can text me, text Kev and your answer two five nine four five seven. Chelsea, peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. Bring one in. We'll do a video and I will confirm thumbs up or deny thumbs down that that sandwich is any good. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to 
go ahead and make a prediction that it is absolutely I won't say disgusting. I'll be fair and say not disgusting, but it will taste wrong. Don't knock it until you try it, Kev. And that is that is a motto everybody should live by. But those two flavors, while I love each of them separately, never together. I'm bringing you one tomorrow. We're doing this. <laughs> All right. That's a deal. We'll, we'll do this tomorrow. We'll do it on the air. How about, how about Let's do how it. How about that? You, you got a deal, Chelsea. Thank you very much. Again, on our Facebook page at the X Rockford, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? And was it good? It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 The Morning X, we are talking about the weirdest things you have ever eaten. We've got Josh from Pensacola on the line. How's it going, Josh? Pretty good. Pretty good. So one of the weirdest things I ever ate, man, is haggis. Okay, yeah. We were, ta- we were talking about haggis a little bit earlier. What is haggis? It's, uh, well, it, they, people make it a certain way, but like, I know it's cheap intestines with, like, uh, pretty much everything stuffed in there and all that, and the oh. smell is wretched, man. <laughs> it sounds disgusting, but, I mean, we eat sausage all the time, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, but that doesn't sound enticing or appealing at all, I'm going to be honest with no. you. And how was it? Was it good? It was awful. Yeah, uh, oh, right, yeah, you did say it was gross. <laughs> I'm just I'm just too focused on the fact that it's sheep intestines uh, to remember what you said about it. Yeah, it had like, like a rubbery taste, like gizzards and all that, with like a like a musty smell to it. So what do people like, saute it? Do they bake it? How do they cook that? I had mine sauteed. I mean, it still didn't make a difference. Yeah, maybe smoked. Get it out on the smoker in the backyard, have a nice Thanksgiving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Five more minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. It is Tuesday, which means we like to cleanse your palate from all the crappy news out there and give you a weekly dose of good news. That's right. Positive news stories from around the world and right here in our own backyard. And we'll start with a local story, the state of Illinois. That's pretty local, right? Uh, starting in 2022, if your child or teenager wants to set up their own lemonade stand, they'll be able to do so without having to apply for a permit. Haley's Law, or SB 119, was signed by <laughs> J.B. Pritzker recently, which will allow a lemonade stand to be operated by a person under the age of 16 without regulation. Well, I got news for you. I had lemonade stands when I was a kid. I never applied for a permit. Since since when did you have to apply for a permit to begin with? We just set up shop and sold lemonade to like three people, sat there for like 10 hours and then only made like three sales, ended up drinking the whole thing ourselves and ended up with type 2 diabetes later on in life. That's that's what happened to me anyway, but uh, you can do it without regulation. You read about that at rockrivercurrent.com. A cop in Georgia recently lost his wedding ring while swimming at a state park in Florida and left without ever finding the ring. But a 10-year-old girl spotted the ring later on while she was swimming. Her mom posted a photo of the ring on Facebook, and another cop who works with the guy happened to see it, so he got his ring back. And then the police department gave the girl an award for her honesty, as they should. As they should. If that were me, I'd be at the pawn shop. I'm just kidding. At that age, I would have been, but not now. Uh, Let's see. A 17-year-old in Alabama named Kieran Moyce recently joined the Air Force Academy, and he had to cut off uh, a lot of hair. He had a huge fro that he was quite proud of, uh, and he'd been growing it out for six years. Uh, When he had to get it cut, though, for the military, he donated it to a charity that makes wigs for kids with cancer. But that's not all. He also turned his haircut into a huge charity event so that people could come watch, and he ended up raising $38,000 for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Let's give him the clap, too. Well done, sir. 
And finally, a British soccer fan had tickets to England's match against Denmark in the big Euro semifinal last week, but he had to skip it because he had to donate bone marrow and didn't want to back out of that appointment. So, one of the tournament's sponsors rewarded him with tickets to yesterday's finals instead. There wasn't yesterday, whenever the finals were. But I love this. The guy's name is uh, Sam Astley. British guy with the name Astley? Hmm. Could it be the brother of the great Rick Astley? Could it be? Maybe a cousin? Well, we're never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around him. I've officially rickrolled you during the good news segment, and uh, I can officially uh, shut, shut down shop on this segment. Uh, because I think I don't need to go any further than that. It's Kev. Love that guy. On 1049. Lock in. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is in the room. It's Tuesday morning, which means it's time for a weekly celebrity dump. Yeah. It's actually good to be back with us. We didn't do it last week. I know. It got, things got busy. Yeah, things got bumped around last week. So uh, we're doing it again. And I got to tell you, man, not a lot happened. But a few big things happened, so we'll get to them. Sure. Uh, Tom Cruise going to Wimbledon was one of them. Did he freak out? <laughs> no, but he posed, no. he posed with fans outside of the Wimbledon event where he was attending, like posed for pictures. But he warned them, quote, keep your distance, folks. And added, when people get too close to me, they realize I'm an asshole. That's, that's why he wants them to... You know, keep their distance. I like that he's always about to just lose it at all times. <laughs> he's like one click away. <laughs> where he's just like, that's it! You're all fired! What's that one where he just screamed at everybody? That was my favorite one. Oh, that was a, that was a great moment in morning show. For morning show host, that was great. We had a lot I don't want to see any of you! Like, he just went crazy. <laughs> and if you do it again, yeah. you're fired! Yeah, I mean, like, and that, I mean, he plays anger really well in his movies. He does, uh, and it's real. I, I guarantee it's genuine. Somebody on set pissed him off, and he just took that into the role, right? Yep. And then he goes on Spaceship Bebop and uh, whatever he does uh, <laughs> <laughs> with his with his Church of something. I don't know what. I don't know what Scientology. The, that's it. Yeah. Yes, uh, he's a Scientologist, but he's really afraid of the coronavirus. That's why he got so angry on yeah. set. He's really afraid of the coronavirus. Almost as afraid as Katie Holmes was of him. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God she got away. Yeah. I don't know how she did it. She escaped. I don't know how she did it. She paid somebody off. Uh, hip-hop artist Drake rented out Dodger Stadium. Yes, the entire stadium. You can do that? Uh, yeah. He rented out the whole thing for a date. Apparently, he doesn't have to do too much to rent it out because he made a huge donation oh, okay. to the Los Angeles Dodgers Foundation. Uh, now he says he just has to wait for his date to be old enough to go out. <laughs> I see what you're getting at right there. Well, yeah, as, as you remember, in case you forgot, he was uh, accused of grooming Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, the young girl uh, sending her you know text messages that weren't incriminating, but were verging on that, I guess. That's how it starts. Talk to R. Kelly about that. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's quite an R. Kelly situation. No. Because yet. yeah, not yet, because there were no bodily fluids exchanged. Yeah, well, uh, he had a whole thing going on in Chicago. Like, it was a... It was crazy if you read about that. That was a crazy story. Oh, no, and it's still ongoing. It still I mean, is? Oh, uh, yeah, there's, there's, he's not done yet. I mean, he's, he, he got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> he, he was... Man. <laughs> right. And, of course, the big news over the weekend was Richard Branson, the billionaire, yeah. uh, went into space on a spacecraft that he designed and built for Virgin Galactic. 
Uh, at 71 years old, the second oldest man in space after John Glenn, who went up at age 77 back in the 90s. But uh, he does clear the title of uh, biggest rich douchebag in space. All these guys are going. Him, Bezos, Elon Musk. Well, Elon Musk is like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to Mars. You can do what you want. I'm going to another planet. But that's not for a couple years. Uh. Yeah, Musk is not going to make it to Mars. Yes, he is. He's not. I, I hate to burst your bubble. I know you're excited about this. I am. I do not think a human being will walk on Mars in our lifetime. You don't think so? Not in our lifetime. It's only like six months away if you got the technology to get there, like a rocket. Right. It takes six months to get there, which for me, that's quite a commute. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I'd make it either. They better have. <laughs> do they have Wi-Fi on the on the ship there? I assume they do because like they communicate. Right. I don't know. I don't know how far out the Wi-Fi can go. You know, um, I mean, watch a lot of movies, catch up on some, you know, binge watch some Netflix shows. Yeah. I mean, you got six months. I think they can live stream from the space station. I don't know about Mars. I don't know how long it takes the rover to send back those images and videos that it takes. Little the little tiny Mars helicopter. I don't know, but all these billionaires want, are wanting to like leave Earth. I think they're onto something. <laughs> I think they are very smart people for wanting to leave this rock of a planet, uh, which is why they're billionaires. They got, they got the money to do it. Still, though, mostly douchebags, yes, right? Of and course. That's your celebrity dump. It's Kev. No moral sense. On 1049. Okay, here we go again. Dork alert. The Morning X. 1049, The Morning X, 909. It is Kev. We are powered by Expert Electronics, your car, audio, and tint headquarters. And I got a guest in studio here with me. You might know this guy from frightening your children during the 4th of July parade. <laughs> Uh, what's up, man? It's El Capitano of Psychobilly Death Clowns. Oh, hey, hi. How are you? There it is. There it is. How's it going, man? Oh, not bad. Just here to talk about the Psychobilly Nightmare Freak Show today. That's right, and that's what you guys were uh, promoting when you were in the parade. Did you have fun in the parade? Oh, yeah. It was it was fun. We we scared people. We uh, hand out candy and flyers, uh, chased uh, crackheads for a little bit, but... <laughs> It was it was a good time, and there were definitely crackheads to chase. We're not there, gonna, we're not going to try and deny that. Right? There was yes, yeah. it was a good time. <laughs> uh, so uh, let me ask you this: What do you think it is about clowns that scares people? Probably just all the movies, and uh, you know, you think they're unfairly represented in the media? Is oh yes, <laughs> definitely. I don't have any bodies in my cross space. Well, yeah, you know, they said the same thing about sharks. You know, Jaws made people more afraid of sharks than they had to be. Yeah, now so, they got a song about it. Yeah, Stephen King said they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Baby Shark. Oh, oh, the horrible, horrible, <laughs> the horrible baby shark song. I just got a heart palpitation from you saying it. I don't have children. And I've heard that song too many times. Oh, so. man, it's, it's you got, annoying. You got kids? Oh, yes. Yeah, and they like the baby shark? Oh, constantly. <laughs> Still? Oh, yeah. They haven't moved on to another thing yet? No, not yet. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Well, I don't, I don't envy you on that. But uh, you have a big show coming up this weekend. It is the uh, largest outdoor freak show happening and uh, it's at Lyron Park on Saturday and uh, we will be back with more from El Capitan uh, very soon. That's going to be after Theory of a Dead Man. We're going to talk about that show and giveaway tickets. Sound good? That sounds amazing. Awesome. Uh, 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. It is 919. One of the things that was missing from our lives last summer was uh, live music and uh, it's back and it's back in a very big way especially in rockford this weekend the psychobilly nightmare freak show 2021 going on and of course the psychobilly death clowns have a cd release party going on the same day that's right uh, and uh well congratulations first of all el capitan in studio what's up thank man you. Thank you. not much uh, just uh, getting ramped up for the show so much work to do but it's gonna be over soon i can't wait to <laughs> can't wait for that moment when it's yeah, over <laughs> right i can relax and just be like oh, all right that's how you know somebody's managing or planning an event is when they can't 
can't. The, everyone else is saying I can't wait for the event. They're saying I can't wait for it to be over. Right, right. Because right. all the stress and and the the worry is uh, is gone. Uh, yeah. But at least you know you got you got your new CD coming out. That's great. Uh, well, you know what? What can we expect on the new CD? Um, just. Uh, we're gonna have like ten songs on there, and it's uh, it, we've been working on it for so long, so it's just so glad to be finally done. And I just can't wait till it comes to the house, and it'll be you know, we <laughs> sure. can start getting rid of it. <laughs> sure, man, that's great, and uh, congratulations on that. But uh, major event, and this is the largest outdoor freak show uh, in Rockford and uh, Lyron Park on Saturday. Gates open at ten a.m. Uh, it is an all ages show, but you can get a wristband to drink, right? Yes, yes, we have uh, beer and wine. And uh, it's it's all day thing. We got vendors. We got uh, freak show. We got six stages. We got acoustic uh, stage, uh, rock and roll metal stage, freak show stage, uh, flying trapeze, uh, pow wrestling, and um, fire performing stage. Okay, now you say freak show. Now, what kind of what kind of freaks we we talking about here? We, we have uh, Arlo and Baby Dunk coming out from uh, New York, and uh, this guy's gonna be bleeding everywhere. <laughs> so when you say everywhere. You can uh, staple money to him, and uh, for fifty bucks, you can even staple on his nutsack. <laughs> this guy, this guy allows you to staple his ball bag. Yes, yes, that's uh, brave. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, uh, Grandma, come and stand up there and uh, get your uh, fifty dollar bill ready. <laughs> See, that's, that's fun, man. That's the kind of stuff I like. I'm into that weird stuff, and I'm very interested in people who have that ability, like that, that intolerance to pain. I don't know if it's like a nervous system disorder or whatever, but right. if you got it, make money on it, yeah, right? Yeah, right. I, I never even heard that guy say, ouch, when it happens. I'm just like, man, I'm cringing when I see it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a sensitive area. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's some sensitive skin down there. Yeah. Uh, he must like pre-warm with a zipper or something. I don't know. Goes through a lot of neosporin, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, so this is going on. Uh, tons of bands playing this Saturday. Who are some of the bands that are going to be on stage with you? Um, uh, Reckless Redemption, Skeletal Prison, Mortar, Manor of Mortar, Super, Void, Inbound, Marks of Grey, Left for Dead's coming back in town, and then yours truly, Psychoblade, Death Clowns. So you guys closing out the whole show? Uh, no, uh, Left for Dead is. Okay, great. Right. So were you, were you able to do this show last year? No, we started and got canceled because of COVID. Okay, when was the last time you did it? Um, two years ago. 2019? Yes. Yeah, all right. Uh, now, uh, was it this big before, or is this the first time it's been this big of a deal? No, last year we were indoors, and we couldn't perform any of the fire stuff. So right. this year we added fire and wrestling and flying trapeze. The wrestling alone's got to be fun, right? Oh, yeah, there's... It's so awesome. There's like a seven-foot guy that's just going to be slamming people <laughs> everywhere. I know there's a lot of people listening to this show who are wrestling fans who would be into that kind of thing. Uh, but also, if uh, you know, if maybe all the metal is not necessarily your thing, an acoustic stage as well. Some of the performers, uh, uh, Ben Medina, Christopher Lewis, and uh, Dan Tritton performing Unplugging the Rock. Yes, it's going to be a good time. They're going to be out there all day, so nonstop. You know, all day we'll have entertainment. So if it's something you don't like, you just move over to the next stage. Right. Six stages, you said? Yes. That's, I mean, that's insane. Yeah, it's it's going to be nuts. It's really going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, stuff for the kids, too? Yeah, we got two bounce houses, a uh, face painter, a magician. Uh, B Giggles will be there performing. And uh, all day we got stuff like, uh, we also got uh, Mountain, Teddy Mountain. You can go out there and build a bear. 
So that'd be fun. And clowns. And all of, lots of clowns, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, of course, we saw you guys in the 4th of July parade. You guys were not too far behind us. Yeah. And uh, you guys were having some fun out there. Oh, uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. Yeah, these, these are not your typical circus clowns. A little bit more scary, but, yeah, but, yeah. but fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, I mean, yeah, we're really looking forward to this event. Uh, again, this is Lyron Park on Saturday. Gates open at 10 a.m. Again, you said this is an all-day thing. It goes yes. till when? It goes until midnight. The last act is, starts at 11. That's the freak shows headlining it. And then well, there's camping, so the party continues. There you go. Bring your acoustic out. We'll have bonfires. It'll be a great time. 104.9 The Morning Exit is Kev, and we're singing a happy birthday today to Connor McGregor, who turns... Anybody want to guess how old Conor McGregor turns today? Because I would have thought it was a lot older. He is 33 years old. I would have thought Conor McGregor was uh, at least 38. I guess if you get punched in the face enough, uh, then uh, you just you start to look a little bit older. You don't look like such a whippersnapper anymore. What else is going on out there? Uh, a survey came out of the top three bathroom pet peeves, not replacing the toilet paper when it runs out. Leaving the toilet seat up for women and too many cosmetics on the counter for men. Uh, that drives guys nuts. Apparently, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. Your cosmetics are not in my way, lady. Uh, and leaving toothpaste gobs in the sink was another one. That's kind of gross. David Letterman used to have a joke about uh, hotels uh, using the toothpaste gobs to make the little mints that they uh, put on your pillow. Uh, that's very funny. It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 104.9, the morning eggs. Hey, uh, we're having a little bit too much fun in studio here. Uh, we're knocking over monitors. We are uh, trying to get Siri to work properly. Just talking about the uh, uh, the digital age and uh, and how it's beneficial but not at the same time. We are here with um, three of my new friends here uh, from Modern Mimes. We have Ernesto, Adi, and Justin. What's up? Welcome to the morning X. What's, What's happening, going man? on, man? How's it going? Uh, very happy to have you guys here, and thanks for stopping by on your way up to Rockfest playing tonight uh, for the uh, bonus night. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right, yes. man. Thank you for having us, by the way. Uh, hey, anytime. I was just saying how it's uh, it's nice uh, after lockdown to be able to have people, live people in studio. I forgot, I forgot what this was like. So yeah, we uh, almost forgot how to interact with human beings, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I had to split up my personalities in order to have a conversation. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Today sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're developing uh, characters in your head, Justin. Absolutely. And there's plenty of them, I promise you. So do you guys, uh, you know, it's got to feel good uh, after, well, a year and a half of not being able to do anything to get yeah. back out on the road. It's got to feel good, right? Oh, man. It's, it's, it's been an ab- <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's been an absolute blast because that that year, 2020, it's funny that you mentioned that because when this whole thing started, we were actually on tour and uh, we got back. We're from Florida. He's from New Orleans. We got back to Florida and then immediately after, lockdown. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> almost, I think it was the next day or the day after that. So a day or two later, like everything just shut down. Yeah. So were you guys working on the the new material at that time? You got, you guys had some in the can already? We well the music in the process. It was yeah. we had a couple of tunes. Yeah, the, the, the music well musically it was finished. Like pretty the music much. was pretty much done, but vocals weren't cut yet. You know, the plan was actually to um, you know, do the recording. You know, we had a, a whole game plan. So we did the we finished up the the music for the most part. Um, did the tour and the plan was to get back and finish up vocals in Louisiana. Which is, you know, I, at one time I had, you know, at the time I had a studio set up down there. Um, but that was absolutely not the case. Yeah, that is okay, not what I, happened. I was sick, actually. <laughs> worked out for the, you know, worked out for the best, though, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up doing the vocals um, 
during quarantine, actually. Yeah. With our friend over in Doral, uh, Chris Stanley. Yeah. So how did, how did that work for you? Because I know a lot of bands, like I me, mean, Metallica did a whole album over Zoom. Did you have to do that virtually, or were you in the room with somebody? We were actually in the room with him, and that's how you can tell that I love this so much, because yeah. I'm a huge germaphobe. So when this whole thing broke out, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we were actually in the room uh, with him. It was just him and I and Ernesto. Um, and it worked out really well, and we, we got... We got through it. Yeah, thankfully. man, we put, the, we, we put the work in regardless of what was going on, you know. I, I, I feel like a lot of bands did, and that kind of, like, brought up my spirits because, you know, it's one thing to not have anything going on as far as physically going out and playing on stage, but there's sure. a lot of things that can be done, and a lot of things were done, you know, live streams and, uh, you know, online shows, and people actually got to see bands in a different way, different aspect, and it was actually really entertaining and really fun. You guys did some live stream performances then, too? We did. We did a couple, yep. We how was was adjusting to that was that oh, different? It, was, it was weird um yeah. and it's funny because we we just did it from our house literally yeah, from like our bedroom so <laughs> not um, to the caliber that we would like and yeah and i'm in new orleans so you know or just outside of new orleans you know so we would have to like it would be them and then i would have to kind of zoom in or what's the other one we use um uh, stream yard, stream yard. Stream yard. Yeah. Yeah. we've been doing the stream yard thing sure yeah doing more like a laid back kind of <clears> like Shooting the, shooting the but it's, it's it was you know it worked it worked out and I mean honestly it, it kind of gave like up and coming bands like a chance in my opinion to to really put the work in and really like get their ducks in a row for sure. when things do open back up you know like here's your chance you right. know get things in order that way you have everything ready to go when things start to open back up boom. Yeah, and, and also on that note, on the other side of the coin, uh, I think a lot of bands now are going to know what to do if this ever happens again because like, like, there was a scramble this time, right? Yeah. So if something ever happened again where we couldn't do live shows right. – uh, Unfortunately, there's experience with that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of positive that came out of that, you know, because you can't really look at all the negative because if you you'll just cry yourself to sleep every sure. night. But there's yeah, like you said, you know, people learned a lot of new things and new ways to get music out and, and uh, new sources of revenue too. New, new sources of revenue, yeah. and believe it or not, we actually came up with a new weekly Sunday evening show that we didn't do before, right? Um, where we just on Streamyard we just talk crap with our friends and fans, yeah. and it's working out so. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did a lot of Streamyard uh, interviews ourselves. It was it was a great tool to have. A lot of uh, you know the Zoom thing was a great tool to have. Everyone was able to kind of work from home, and now people realizing they don't want to go back to to working at the office. You know, yeah, you guys right. uh, you yeah. guys have one of the best jobs in the world, though. You know, you go out and uh, play music for people, and not being able to do that for so long must have been totally frustrating. So I kind of sucked. It did suck. It I was mean. yeah, but you know what? We're back out, man. And that's all that matters. The floodgates are open. Let's hit the road. Yeah, back to work, as they say, right? Well, we are going to come back with Modern Mimes, talk to them about their new single, Seek and Hide, which you voted in on Hit It or Quit It. It's all coming up on The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X, powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio and tint headquarters. We're talking to Modern Mimes right now. Uh, Seek and Hide, your latest single. We had that in our Hit It or Quit It feature for the X here, and uh, you know, I'm happy to say our listeners, they're behind you. You got the, you got the Hit It from us, so, awesome. uh, from our listeners here Very in Rockford. Uh, tell me about the single. Uh, what, what inspired the single? Um, so we worked with uh, Chris Stanley on this one, and uh, writing the lyrics came pretty pretty quickly as it, they normally do it's never something forced you right. know, usually it's a car ride and <laughs> it'll just come to me and and it'll work out that way but um yeah it's about I'm a, I'm a huge believer in energy and everything is energy and just the idea that sometimes when you 
want something so bad, sometimes you push things actually further away from you and um, just kind of like living in the moment and just letting things let go and let God, basically. Yeah, so the, the significance, usually the expression hide and seek, what's with the flip-flop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you're seeking something so much, and then, and, 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 and then you know, you're the more you want it, it, the more, the more it like runs away from you, man. From you. So you know? it's just kind of like surrendering to uh, a greater power and um, just letting that come through you. So I think the next question would be uh, seek and hide part of an album coming out this year. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's yes, right. Hopefully, yep. hopefully we, uh, some stuff is still in the works, but we have been putting out uh, songs, you know, repeatedly. Sure. Um, we should be possibly hopefully putting October. something out in October. Uh, we do have a tour that month. Can't really talk about it too much, but right. it will be announced very soon. And uh, I'm thinking October will probably be the month where we put out the uh, album uh, titled Portals actually. Portals, yeah, that's what they that's what they get. I didn't want to say it because I didn't know if uh, the, the one sheeter I got was old or anything like oh, no, that. No, 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 you're uh, on the money, man. You got this. Good. Yeah, Portals uh, should be out. Uh, you heard them right here maybe October, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we hope that it, it does come out and we're, we're very excited to hear more from you guys and uh, you know, uh, more for Hit It or Quit It, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely, man. We'll have some stuff out soon. Gotta get that wing thing going again though, man. Yes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you yeah, well, that's I right. Did. I said we were going to open with that. Uh, you know, <laughs> So, uh, Ernesto, you were talking about you played at Wingding in 08? Yes, sir. Yeah, back with uh, with my old band, Another Black Day, we played uh, Wingding, and it was at the Rockford Speedway, and it was an incredible show. There were yeah. bands like Chevelle, P.O.D., Tone Loke, believe it or not, was like the surprise, <laughs> the surprise performer. I'll tell you what, it was incredible. The reaction to that was awesome, man. I was not expecting it. And then I saw him afterwards, and uh, apparently he had a little bit of a... He had, a, he had a seizure, actually, after. Oh. He was fine. Everything worked out, and it, it was cool, but it was just kind of crazy. Rockford did not give him a seizure, right? No, 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 no. It wasn't our fault. No, 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 no. It was all on his own account, I believe. <laughs> but yes, Wing Ding 2008 was great. We'd love to have it back, and we if, if it ever comes back, man, we'd love to be a part of it, or even just go to it, because it was such a good time. Yeah, you wouldn't believe how many messages we get weekly <laughs> from people saying, bring back Wing Ding, we want Wing Ding. It was such a thing that people looked forward to. Uh, but then there was the other flip side of the coin where you know people were taking a dump in a bucket and you know, <laughs> it's, it's Woodstock man that's right <laughs> you know it's, it, it's actually I lived here actually, well not in Rockford but uh, not far from Chicago I actually lived in Kankakee County after Katrina oh you did yeah so like this the whole scene up here even you know New Orleans and the south in general is like a hard market you know they're, they have we have we have one like major festival down south that's Voodoo Fest uh-huh. which used to be N Fest and Voodoo's kind of turned into it is what it is, in my opinion. You know, I yeah. mean, it's 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 a newer generation, but um, you know, like the the whole scene up here, even in the smaller counties, you know, we're like we we, we there was a, a place we used to play, but one of my old bands called R Bar in uh, Bourbon A, mm-hmm. and it was like it was packed. You know, it's like where back home, you know, you play the same bar, and you I mean, you really have to to hump and hustle like to get people to come out. And sure. like, it was just a regular like Wednesday night, and I'm like, Jesus. Well, that's not the case here in the Midwest, <laughs> you know, man. The Midwest no. really appreciates music, the man. And you know what? Like, like, I believe incredible. that we love the Midwest. We love the Midwest. We've been here many times, and we, the reaction is always awesome. Yeah. And uh, tonight at. Uh, Rockfest, it's gonna rock. People are dying to get back out, dying yes, to yes, get yes. back to festivals. So I know I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like six years old again, 
because like Slaughter and Queensryche have on the stage. So forgive me, uh, Mr. Slaughter, if if I fangirl oh, no. a little bit. I apologize. Oh, no. I apologize. Go. It's gonna be crazy. It's okay. But it's, it's okay. Um, it's okay. All right. I'm well, just, if you see the guy getting beaten up by Slaughter, that's uh, that's I Justin earlier, from Modern so Mimes. It's, it's cool. Like you know, if it's the guy with all the laminates on, you know, that's me. So. Uh, ModernMimes.com is the website. You can go there, and uh, I believe you can still get tickets to Rockfest, and ticket holders can get into the bonus night as well. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this morning, and uh, have a great show tonight. Rest up that voice, because yep. uh, that's a yep. thin piece of flesh. We were talking about that earlier. Sure is, you man. know, like you snap a guitar string. You can just replace it right away. You, you, don't have, the throat. you don't have a pack of vocal cords in your right. in your gig bag. So, uh, uh, easy. Rest up. Have a great show tonight, guys, and thank you very much for joining me. Thank, thank you for having me, man. man. Thank you. 104.9. What you're observing may well be the beginning of the end. The Morning X. It's 104.9 The Morning X, a Thursday morning, the 15th of July. Matt Hall in the room. What's up, buddy? How is it July 15th? Where's summer going? It's, <laughs> it's disappearing. It's fading away fast. It's terrifying because there's like, you know, two weeks of fall and then we're in the winter again. That's- I haven't even done anything summery. Like, I want to go down a water slide and I want to... I want to do something. Man, there are water slides in Rockford. I know. You, I can, you can go and pay to get in. There's not even a special club. I know. I just haven't, I haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> uh, well, maybe you want to hold off on that because we're going to talk food. And going down to water slides usually involves taking your shirt off. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you, can, you know what? You can wear your shirt at the pool as an older adult. I think it's okay. Yeah, but then everyone's like, look at the weirdo with his shirt on in the water. Not all of us look like David Hasselhoff. I don't want your shirt sweat in my swimming water. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the worst thing you got to worry about? Shirt sweat? I don't want your shirt dirt. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what you've been using to wipe up with that shirt. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, that's the most that's the most awful thing you'll find in a public pool. (laughs) It's time for food news. Love that. Uh, restaurant in Manhattan the other day was uh, National French Fry Day. Yeah. And celebrated a restaurant in Manhattan called Serendipity 3. Now, this is Manhattan, mm-hmm. New York City. Added a side of fries to their menu. How much do you think that side of fries costs? Well, it's New York. Probably 60, 70 bucks. <laughs> Try $200. $200. For a side of French fries. That's not, not even like a giant bowl of fries. What made them so special? Well, it was what was on them, I guess. It wasn't necessarily the fries. Fries are potatoes. I mean, there's no getting around that. A potato, potato, right? Hmm. But uh, there was goose fat from France on the fries. I guess it was cooked in goose fat. Shaved truffles, two types of truffle cheese, truffle salt, oil, and butter, two types of champagne, and the secret ingredient, which I think bumped it up price-wise, a sprinkle of 23-carat edible gold dust. (laughs) You know... Was it the, were the fries also served with $175 on the side? That way it's $200. Right. I mean... That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want jewelry on my fries. <laughs> Who, why would you want to eat gold? I never understood that obsession of, like, it's sprinkled with gold dust. Well, I don't want to eat that. Yeah, I'd, like, I know people who, like, have sheets that are, like, threaded with gold. No. That's, that's too expensive. Yeah. I'm not does, fancy. Oh, does this help with the price? It comes with Mornay cheese sauce. Oh, Great. I, I, I like Portillo's cheese sauce. Do they have that? <laughs> yeah, I'll take that any day. Uh, yesterday was National Macaroni and Cheese Day. I had that for dinner last night. Mm, you celebrated. Craft uh, is celebrating by introducing a macaroni and cheese flavored. Um, let's see. 
pizza. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. It's a collaboration with Van Leeuwen. Ice cream out of Brooklyn. It's a limited edition thing. You can get it online at their website in the shops across the country. While supplies last. Sounds gross. <laughs> a, t- a pint is $12.50. 12 bucks for ice cream? Yeah, well, they've been running a poll on today.com, and apparently 48% of, uh, percent of people say they would never try this. Would you try it at least? Give it a try? I'd give it a try, but it's not like I want it. I mean, we macaroni gotta, and cheese doesn't lend itself to ice cream. I'm sorry. And how do you order ice cream? Like, how does that shift without melting? Is it shifted in like a frozen container? I mean, like once it gets to like Amazon or UPS or whoever makes the final delivery. That's true. They better prioritize that. And I don't even like eating macaroni and cheese. Oh, you better get that. Hold on. How professional. Is that the craft mm. people telling it, us it to is. shut up? Shut up. You shut up now. <laughs> don't you talk about our ice cream. <laughs> They're going to send the lawyers down now. Uh, you're being sued. Uh, Eater.com did a, uh, got a sample taste of this, and they say it's very good and, quote, nothing short of magical. Yeah, sure. It's, it's mm-hmm. definitely something. They were paid to say that. Uh, top five words we like to see on food labels are fresh, natural, healthy, real, and local. Uh, any idea what the five most hated words on food labels is? No. <laughs> what words on food labels will get people to not buy the product? What do you think? Um, think logical. It's not a joke here. Oh, like, okay. Uh, usually I stay away from things when it says gluten-free on them. Because like, that, that, usually that's not as good, I don't think. You wouldn't think so, but it's fine. You know. But that's one of them. You're right. Uh, another one, vegan. Vegan. Plant-based. Plant-based. Processed, which I understand. A lot, a lot of people want to eat processed food that's apparently not very healthy. Uh, but number one word. Any idea? No. Starts with an O. O? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. You're going to have to. Starts with an O-R. Don't know. Starts just, with an just tell me I don't know. Starts with an ORG, Matt. Come on. Uh, organic. Yes. There you go. Well, it, it took gl- me a minute. I'm glad you didn't say the other ORG word. Uh, that's what I Finish him. The Morning X wins. 49 The Morning X at 820. It is Kev Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau on the phone. Welcome back. How are you doing? I mean, that's a that's a very vague question, but I'll go ahead and say uh, pretty good. There you go. Ha- halfway, great. halfway <laughs> great. I'll give you a vague answer. How about that? Halfway decent. Sounds. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> if you think We're about it, half, off to a great start. Guys. If, if you think about it, the phrase "halfway decent" really isn't that good. If you if you're no, only half decent. Yeah, you immediately make the person wonder what part isn't decent, right? Yeah, right. Which part sucked? Just tell me. Or what what happened? Why aren't you totally decent? But <laughs> in any case, <laughs> we don't want to be a fraction of how good we could be. You know, why right, why, why exactly. would you say halfway decent? You know, I don't know. Um, anyway. I, I don't say that. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting into Jerry Seinfeld territory here. Why do people say halfway decent? But, yeah, right. Yeah, it's too it's too much for my brain to process this early. But what is the deal like with halfway decent? <laughs> You're funny. No, I'm not, but thank you. Well, we have more than halfway decent things going on this weekend in the Rockford region. It's going to be really fun. So I want to share some of them with you today. Well, hit us with it. Let's go. (laughs) All right. I know one uh, that you're going to love. It's basically, so have you heard of um, the studio in Rockford? They're really great. Um, what I love about this is they're coming up with their first original musical. It's called Grim, a Mixed-Up Musical Adventure. So they're putting this on at the Rockford University Clark Arts Center. They're kicking 
Okay. So going all weekend long, and then they're even doing this next weekend too. So times will vary. They're going to have some afternoon and some evening showings of this musical, but I'm really proud of the crew and all their hard work, and this is going to be a great success for all ages to enjoy. Is this one they wrote themselves then? They wrote themselves. No, it's about, it's really cool. It's like a classic spin on uh, the fairy tales that you and I, you know, that we grew up with. Sure. So. Yeah, they're they're going to put a little fun spin on that. They're going to turn them upside down a little bit. Little Red Riding Hood, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You got it. You got it. So that is what's going on. Check it out this weekend if you can. They would, you know, and of course, just go out and support our local um, our local performers. So sure. that's going on this weekend. Again, Rockford University. Then if you head on over to Discovery Center Museum, you can go to their EIEIO exhibit, which I think is going to be super Super sweet this Friday, 10 a.m. to noon or 1 to 3. They're basically going to have uh, bunny, live bunnies, cows, goats, ducks for you to pet and learn more about. And then they're also going to have the Winnebago Boone County Farm Bureau there on hand for activities and to answer any questions you might have. And then so I always say this is perfect because you're going to get that educational component, but it's going to be fun for the kids. So it's always nice to get them out and join something like that on a weekday. Sure. You said E-I-E-I-O. It was either uh, farm animals or a bad scrabble hand. One of the two. You, you don't want E-I-E-I-O in your tray. <laughs> I always have that song in my head on repeat every day with little ones around. But you tend to sing that. Well, yeah, you have so. kids, so you, you got to hear all that garbage. Oh, the things that I sing in my head. It's pretty funny. So that's going on. Check it out. And then also Woodsong Concert Series at Clem Arboretum and Botanic Garden. You can go there this Sunday. Gates are going to open at 4.30. The music's going to start at 6 p.m. And Danielle Jurea, Rockford native, is going to be the performer. So she's an American songwriter and powerhouse vocalist. Check her out. She's really, really great. We're actually playing some of her music in the background right now. Yep. It's, it's just uh, really yeah. foot-stomping, knee-slapping, banjo music. <laughs> and she even sings a little over it. It's fun. Yeah, wonderful. I, I love it. I do love banjo music, actually. <laughs> so that is what's going on. Those are the top events in the Go Guide. I always like to mention, at the bottom of the Go Guide, we have the Eat, Shop, and Explore. You want to check out Tavern on Clark to Eat, Rockford Art Deli to Shop, and the North End City Market to Explore. So that's, that's what's going on this weekend. Excellent. Sign up to get that Go Guide at GoRockford.com. As always, Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention of Visitors Bureau, thank you very much for joining me again. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week. It's Kev. Now, what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. Starlight Theaters, uh, you're a good man, Charlie Brown, for the 2021 season. Welcome, guys. We got David, we got Ryan, we got Eric's here, and uh, we have... uh, in that order, Schroeder, Schroeder, Linus, and Snoopy from the show. What's up, guys? Good morning. Uh, not much. I've always wanted to meet the Peanuts gang. This is like a dream come true for me. Um, you, you guys can talk right into the microphones there. I can't hear you if you don't. Let's let's just move that forward. You can pull yours forward there. Uh, we run a very professional tight ship in here. I should have told you that before I turned the mics on. But here we, here we are. This is all my fault. Did you break it already? Already. Already it's broken. <laughs> cool. We can't take Ryan anywhere. No. <laughs> Uh, so, obviously, very exciting. You guys open next weekend or next Wednesday? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, yes. Very cool. So, you, you run for two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, we should mention that uh, before that happens, this weekend, uh, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder at Starlight Theater. And uh, get your tickets where? At rvcstarlight.com. See that? Look at that. That guy knows his stuff. Or you can call the box office at 815-921-2160. All right. Ryan, you got anything to add to that? Those are the two ways you can <laughs> <laughs> But the shows are tonight, Friday, and Saturday night, and after that, they're gone. 
Very excited. So uh, you're a good man, Charlie Brown. I mean, I know that the Peanuts comic strip is very random. You know, you watch the Charlie Brown movies, you're like, there's no actual story here. So what's going on in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown? You're exactly right. <laughs> yes, that's it how is it is. Very... Really, in fact, I think as a cast member, I, I can't speak for everybody, but as a challenge for me was remembering what comes next because there's really no plot. It's just it's a little <laughs> kind of sketches that, you know, and there's songs mingled in there. But yeah, there's really not... A, a plot where we, okay, this scene leads to this scene, which leads to this scene, that leads to this scene. There's, there's some loose connection, but nothing really that has a full plot to it. Yeah, just like with uh, with some of the Peanuts strips, sometimes you would have, uh, you know, a few days long storylines. Uh, you know, Snoopy going out, where Snoopy going out looking for his mother, or uh, you know, uh, all these different, all these different things. Uh, in the actual Peanuts comic strip, so you have little things like that. Uh, like there's a storyline where. Lucy is trying to learn to be a less crabby person or, or these kind of things or <laughs> she is Linus jerk, is trying to get his she? blanket and all that kind of stuff. And uh, <laughs> so uh, but but there's a whole bunch of them that are just little, uh, you know, little four panel type of uh, type of slices of the Peanuts life. And that's uh, that's what that's what it's really all about. So sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, David, you're playing Schroeder in the show. Do you actually play the piano? The answer Come is yes. Come find out. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> so you are acting like you play piano then. I act every now and then. Is it yeah. convincing? I mean, other guys in the show, is it convincing his Wait, piano? Wait, you don't play that piano? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Super We're convincing. three months into rehearsal and I didn't even know that? Surprise. Now, no. isn't there a song? I need to pay more attention. Isn't there a song in the show sung by Peppermint Patty, how much she loves when you play the piano? Uh, not Peppermint Patty. Lucy, of course, has uh, a very famous crush on Schroeder. Okay. I couldn't remember which one it was. I knew there was one. I haven't seen the show in a very long time, but I'm, I'm excited okay, to see it Sometimes Patty's there. Sometimes she's not. Depends on the day. <laughs> oh, are you speaking ill of the actress? Is that what you're doing? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the original version of the show from 1960, uh, from the 1960s um, did not actually have Sally Brown, uh, Charlie Brown's sister, in the show. Uh, oh, really? And instead was Peppermint Patty. Um, as time went on, they started to like shift characters around. I think there was an animated version where they included Sally. And then in 1999 uh, was when Andrew Lippa wrote two new songs, which included a song for Schroeder and a song for Sally. To Excellent. kind of flesh them out as characters. Did you guys know there was a sequel show to uh, Your Good Man, Charlie Brown? Snoopy? Just called, oh, just called yeah, Snoopy. No. Yeah. The exclamation point. The yeah. world according to Snoopy. I was in that in junior high. They had, they had no, um, no roles for a lot of the kids. So they added roles. They made me pig pen. And they literally covered me in like charcoal. And I stunk. I reeked for the whole weekend that we did that show because I had to actually be dirty. There was... Nothing else they could have used. I mean, they 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 used like you know the five main roles, right? But they, no, but I mean like oh, you mean like the charcoal or just actual? Dirt? You would think. Okay. You would think this was junior high, right? I mean, they they don't know their stuff. In Although, let's high. be honest, many junior high boys probably fit the pig pen roll without much <laughs> makeup or anything, right? <laughs> you could have skipped a couple showers and they'd have been that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, thinking back to those years, it might have been me. <laughs> might have been honestly, but I try to shower at least biweekly now, so we're we're covered with that. Um, Linus, Ryan yes. plays Linus in the show. What is the obsession with the blanket, my friend? <laughs> Uh, well, it's all about uh, it's all about security, and he and he he just always is. Uh, uh, I, I always think about him. Like all the kids have 
this uh, this curiosity, this natural curiosity about them, and uh, and I think uh, he, he's always out to explore and find out as much as he can. But uh, I, I think it's cool that he always just stays grounded in this in this one place that keeps him grounded is his blanket. Very cool. And if anybody you know throws up on stage, you can wipe it up with the blanket. There you go. <laughs> It'd be fun. You got plenty to spare. Don't act like it can't happen. It is very hot up there. Okay, it is very hot. And if you if you're old enough and you're spinning around dancing and, and it can happen, I've seen it. I've heard that it really happens. I'm not saying any. I'm not, not mentioning any names, but I've heard that it happens. Well, and there's sometimes uh, there's some you get uh, in rehearsals. You get so used to having uh, some of your props with you that like. There have been multiple times where I've walked out of rehearsal and realized I still have my blanket with me. <laughs> so you put it back. You are literally transforming into your character. It's, yeah, it starts. <laughs> yeah, he really he's regressing instead of where you're. It's a kid trying to break him of the blanket habit. <laughs> now all of a sudden, Ryan's acquiring this blanket habit. It's been fun to watch. Uh, unfortunately, I want to. I want to do this all day, but unfortunately, we are out of time. But I do want to say uh, you're a good man, Charlie Brown, Starlight Theater. And could one of you tell me how the hell? You pronounce the name of that auditorium where we perform shows? The Bank Showstrom Theater. <laughs> Thank you. I've only seen it spelled, never heard it said out loud. Now I know. Thank you. So it's going on there as, of course, part of Rock Valley College. And uh, you guys can uh, see the show when? Starting next Wednesday for the next two weeks. And how do you get tickets? RVCStarlight.com. 815-921-2160. And then after our show is um, Once Upon a Mattress. Little Shop of Horrors, and then we have a kids' show called Pinkalicious this season as well. Look it all up, uh, rvcstarlight.com. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining me. That was a blast. Thanks thank you. Thank you. It's Kev. No moral sense. On 1049. Oh, God, here we go again. Dork alert. The Morning X. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. Powered by Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. It's time for today's Tool of the Day. And for Tool of the Day today, uh, it's Florida Man edition. Florida Man, Florida Man, doing things I don't understand. Is he naked? Probably. But it's just the humidity. Whoa, here comes Florida Man. I don't think that today's Florida Man was naked necessarily, but uh, definitely one of the top Florida stories that I've read in a very long time. There's a mini golf in uh, Daytona, mini golf course in Daytona Beach, Florida, called Congo River that also has live alligators you can feed. First of all, horrible idea to have live al- live alligators at a golf course. As a matter of fact, we're going to add the banjo music for this as well. But there's alligators at the mini golf course. You need banjo music. But a guy spotted an alligator and uh, decided to steal it. Yes, steal the alligator. And uh, just after 3 a.m. Uh, earlier this week, police spotted the guy fighting the alligator in the middle of the street. He tried to throw the alligator onto the roof of a building. So <laughs> they arrested him, asked him why he was doing it, and he said he was trying to teach an alligator a lesson. I don't know what kind of uh, lesson you could teach that alligator, but uh, nice try anyway. He was arrested for theft, burglary, criminal mischief, and animal cruelty for trying to throw the alligator on the roof. Which makes him today's tool of the day, because he's off to tool jail. Don't be a tool like this fool with the right tool for your job. is at Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Go in and see Dave or visit rockfordretool.com. That's your Florida Man Tool of the Day. 
Florida man, Florida man, doing things I don't understand. Is he naked? Probably, but it's just the humidity. Whoa, here comes Florida man. 104.9, The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X. It is Kevin. It's time to expand your mind a little bit. No, I'm not talking about smoking pot or dropping whatever. I'm talking about opening your mind and learning stuff. About science. And now, science shit. Well, the big news in science over the past week was uh, Richard Branson going into space in his own plane from Virgin Galactic. And it turns out the Simpsons predicted that back in 2014. There was an episode of the Simpsons that showed Richard Branson in space, but he had already founded his Virgin Galactic space company 10 years earlier, so it wasn't a complete stab in the dark, but didn't stop the Simpsons from going for it anyway, and they did. And questions are arising, and they have been since he went up, that uh, Richard Branson didn't really go to space, quote-unquote. They said 50 miles up is enough for space, but he went higher than that, just a little bit. But it's generally agreed that space starts around 62 miles up. So there's a debate on whether or not he actually went to space. Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos' rocket is going to hit that 62-mile mark next Tuesday if everything goes okay. And now the oldest and youngest people ever to go to space are going to be on that plane with Jeff Bezos. An 82-year-old woman named Wally Funk. She was announced as a passenger last week and now an anonymous billionaire who was supposed to go backed out due to a scheduling conflict so some other rich dude's 18-year-old son is going to go instead being the youngest person ever in space. Lots of climate stuff going on this week. Fires in the Amazon now pumping out more CO2 than the Amazon even absorbs. Death Valley had the planet's hottest 24 hours on record. Averaging 118.1 degrees Last month was the hottest June we have ever had in the U.S., and experts say we can see record floods in the next decade because of rising sea levels, combined with a wobble in the moon's orbit. That's not terrifying at all. Speaking of the end of the end of the world, uh, most experts agree that an asteroid wiped out the dinosaurs, but were they going extinct already while that happened? A new study found they had been dying off in huge numbers for 10 million years before that asteroid hit. Now that you know that, you can't unknow it. Now go to work and sound smart. That's your science shite. The one and the only 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X. It is Kev. And you know what? We are wrapping up Shark Week this Friday. This is it. Shark Week is uh, just about to be over. But I want to remind you as we wrap up Shark Week that um, shark experts want us to stop calling them shark attacks. This puts all the blame on the shark and isn't accurate. They want us to say shark interactions or, quote, I had a negative encounter with a shark. I'm sorry, if a shark bites my arm off, I'm going to say I was in a shark attack. A, because saying I had a negative shark encounter isn't going to get me laid. And B, uh, shut up. Why are you coddling these sharks? They're evil. (laughs) I know that's not fair to say. It's not the shark's fault, but come on. Discovery Channel Shark Week. Uh, you know, I think the I think the purpose of it was to show us that sharks are not evil, but I saw what it did to Quint, okay? I saw what it did, and I'm never gonna forget that. Let's not forget let's not forget. I know the lesson in Jaws was that it's the people's fault. I get it. It's that dumb mayor's fault. Remember he wouldn't close the beaches. And remember he was the uh what do you call it? Mayor in Jaws too as well, so they reelected that jerk. But in honor of Shark Week, here are some tips on how to survive a shark attack, or I'm sorry, a negative shark encounter. Uh, Number one, don't panic. 
Yes, if a great white is attacking you, don't panic. That's totally advice you'll be able to follow. But panicking tends to put the shark in predatory mode. Remember, just because a shark is around doesn't mean you're definitely going to get bit. But if it's biting you, then that's probably a good bet that you're getting bit. Make eye contact with the shark and be assertive. Look, this is coming from mental floss. <laughs> I didn't make these up. Make eye contact with the shark and be assertive. According to a shark expert, sharks respect assertiveness. If you see a shark in the water, make eye contact with it and push it away. Like, look, you, I'll have none of that. <laughs> Number three, if a shark attacks, fight back. Punch and attack the shark however you can. The eyes, the nose, the gills, all good targets. And no matter what, don't play dead. Yeah, this is not a bear. Playing dead isn't going to help. Number four, assess your injuries. If you have an arm wound, try to keep it raised above your heart, which will slow the bleeding. We are talking about ways to survive a shark attack. You know, because we got sharks all up in the Rock River here. But we're wrapping up Shark Week the right way. Swim to shore and get help. After a shark bite, all that splashing and commotion and blood can attract other sharks that might be nearby. So get to solid ground, stop the bleeding, and get medical help. Now when you survive your shark attack, you can say thank you, Kev, from the Morning X. I learned it from you. It's Kev. Excellent. On 104.9. This is incredible. The Morning X. It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 